This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Finally hopped on the mic. After a lot of procrastination and fascination and imagination, I'm finally on the track. Finally. This tournament is crazy, man. You got LSU barely beating Jackson State. This is women's, by the way. I'm going to get to the men's, of course. That's what everyone's really watching. Man, the women's tournament, they added that first four, and now they don't know how to act. Oregon lost to Belmont? Bruh, what? Kentucky, I hyped up Kentucky because they got Ron Howard, who might be the number one pick in the draft going to the Mystics. She got hurt, and they lost to Princeton. Game over. Bruh, what? Virginia Tech lost to Florida Gulf Coast. Arizona's in a dogfight with 13-seeded UNLV. And this is just the women's. Man, what? But they're still in the first round. Man, this got to be the most women's tournament update upsets I've ever seen. Man, these girls ain't playing. Woo! Jesus. Now let's get to the men's side. Oh, and by the way, uh, women's, um, look out for NC State versus K-State. You got two of the best bigs in the country with uh, Lisa Cunane and Aoka Lee. That's going to be vicious. I can't wait till that happens. OU is in a dogfight with IUPUI. IUPUI. Uh, I'm watching them right now. They're up by eight. They were losing at one point. And it's just the size of IUPUI is giving OU problem because, of course. Oh, I said that, and then OU just picked up, like, three offensive rebounds. Just just like that. Just like that. <laughs> um, Their size is, is really a problem, and they're, they're making timely threes and timely shots. But it looked like OU's going to pull away with that. And Notre Dame won. And it's going to be tough going against Notre Dame. But we'll see, man. I'm sure that presents different matchups. Uh-oh, Skylar Van getting hurt. Anyway, anything else in the women's I noticed? I know my brackets ain't doing well. <laughs> but I think in the end of the day, man, I mean, the way this tournament going, you can't be too sure. But I am sure it's going to be... I'm sure it's going to be South Carolina versus either Baylor or Stanford. That's what my gut tells me. At the end of the day, all these upsets, I think those are going to be the last two teams standing. All right, enough of that. I didn't think I'd speak that much about that. Oh, and I can't wait to see Paige Beckers, and I can't wait to see how what Caitlin Clark do because she liked the female Trey Young. Now, on to the men's side. Okay, uh, my brackets aren't doing too bad, actually. Even with the Kentucky loss, the okay, the brackets that I care about the most is the one with my college friends. It's no money on the line this time, but I'm doing good. I am winning this pool despite having Kentucky in the, I think I had them in the Sweet 16. Let me see. Uh, I pressed the wrong thing here. I'm on the ESPN TC app. Um, I 
Okay, I had them tag on Zaga as the champ. They're only up five. They were loafing. They were loafing the entire first half. But then Drew Timmy just does true Timmy things. And, um, yeah, kept them in it, got them back. And then the other guys showing up, Nimhard. Uh, Chet Holmgren's unbelievable. He's like 7-1. He's a stick but got long arms. And, it you know, he's just nice. He He's going to be a top five pick, I, I guess. I would love to see him on the Magic with those guards. Or I'd love to see him on Houston with um, Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. Bruh, I would love to see him on those teams. They were loafing. Uh, it's still a game. Matter of fact, I'm about to turn back to that now. Uh, let's see, let's see, Memphis Gonzaga, there we go, anyway, so, as far as my, I made, in total, I made 23 brackets, 20 on ESPN, because, you know, you, you get bored, and you just start just putting together brackets, just one by one, just one, like it's some video game or something, it's fun, it's fun, don't hate the player, hate the game. (laughs) oh lord well i'm winning the bracket pool with my college friends uh jen had the lead on me jen my friend's chris's girl um she had the lead on me then i came back i really got everyone with that ucla win and i really got everyone with that providence win i really believe in those teams and they are proving me right um yeah, UCLA, I got them in the Elite Eight. I'm pretty sure not everyone has them in the Elite Eight. Actually, I know they don't. <laughs> I should have put them in the Final Four, but I didn't, you know. I didn't because uh, I think that's the bracket. I don't even know. Anyway, uh, Arkansas, Arkansas barely beat New Mexico State. I wasn't too sure that UConn was going to beat New Mexico State. Even with RJ, you know, the the other half of the RJ-CJ show from when they were in Howard. Uh, I, I wasn't sure it was going to meet New Mexico State, but I went with it anyway, and I got burned. See, sometimes if I think about things a little bit harder, or if I go with my gut, I'd make better decisions. Like, I picked Kentucky to go far, just believing the hype of the analysts. And even though I haven't really seen them all year, they were, what, the third best team in the conference. Tennessee losing to Michigan. Oh, Tennessee was really hyped. Oh, my God. Every type, the BPI hyped them. The net hyped them. The the Kim Palm hyped them. Every expert imaginable hyped them. And they lost to Michigan. Michigan, I thought, you know, oh, they how they get in over OU? They they lost like every game the last like three, four weeks. They only won like two games the last four weeks. And they in the tournament. I just thought they weren't playing well recently. But see, I gotta learn because OU was on the other side of this when they weren't playing well at the end of the season, but they still got in because you gotta look at the whole body of work. And it was good enough for them to make the tournament, you know, both with OU, the Trey Young OU team, and this Michigan team. They ain't playing well lately, but their their entire body of work put them in the tournament, 
and they taken advantage of it, and now they're in the Sweet 16. Congrats to them. I'm kind of jumping around a bit, but this tournament is pretty interesting. And then St. Peter's, 15 seed. Jer- I didn't even know they were in Jersey City, New Jersey. I knew they were in New Jersey, but I didn't think they were in Jersey City. Jersey City is pretty much like Arlington to D.C. or something like that. It's really close to New York City. You mess around and think it's New York City. It's it's so close to it. It has all these buildings and stuff. It has all these, you know, skyscrapers and buildings. But I'm about to, I'm about to take it since they won. I'm about to take a visit to their campus, kind of walk around and see what see what the hype is all about. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to pull up cuz I'm going to New York on uh on Tuesday for the Hawks versus Knicks. I got to see Trey Young at the Garden. That's always must see. I have to see it live. You know, I know the Knicks fans going to be like, "F Trey Young. F Trey Young." F. I'm going to be dying laughing. This ain't going to be a basketball game. This is going to be comedy. And Trey Young will be victorious. I know history isn't on my side because the Hawks have only beat the Knicks like one time in the last two years in a regular season. But I'm telling you, Trey Young is probably mad about missing that Christmas game and the two L's they took to the Knicks in Atlanta. And they're going to get them. They're going to get them. I promise you. Ice Trey the game. But back to the tournament. Um, another thing, I'm just trying to, I'm just brain dumping all the stuff, all my thoughts about the tournament. I don't have really anything organized. I'm just doing this before I get to NFL stuff. Uh, wow. Um, I should have known Baylor was going to lose because I just wasn't impressed with what I saw. Two out of the three times they played OU. I came away unimpressed. Now, mind you, they missed two of their big men. They had they didn't have Flo Thamba, and they didn't have, um, I can't even pronounce the other guy's name, but they didn't have their two bigs. Now, the strength of their team is the guards, but those guys are important too, especially when it comes to defense. I mean, down the stretch, UNC Baycott was getting all them rebounds. That game was interesting. I'm glad I got to watch it. Brady Manick was going off. He he looked like Larry Bird, but seriously, he was playing like Larry Bird, too. He was going completely off. It was like Carolina versus Duke Part 2. And then he threw that elbow, and then the whole momentum changed. Next thing you know, Baylor hit some shots, and they just bat out of hell. And they made that comeback from down 25. I didn't think it was possible. It was late in the second half, and they were down 25, but they did it. They tied the game up and went to overtime. But UNC hits a three, then gets to and one, and then they just they were just making their shots when they had to, getting rebounds when they had to. Baylor went cold again in overtime. You know, it is what it is. It's a shame, man. I was like, they came all the way back and still lost. When you come all the way back like that, you can't just simply lose. I said that on Twitter, but come on, man. It's just what really hurt them was a ton of missed free throws, a ton of turnovers. 
that all that stuff added up and it hurt them at the end of the game. Wow. What a game. I didn't have Baylor going all that far because they got a tough draw. UNC, UCLA, um, isn't Kentucky in that bracket, but Kentucky lost. So I who was the two seed in that bracket? It's just I didn't think they could beat UCLA. That was my thing. My thing was I didn't think they could beat UCLA. I'm looking at it now. And I'm like, yeah, no. I didn't think they could beat UCLA. I didn't think, well, I didn't know about the Kentucky joint. I mean, I didn't really know much about Kentucky. But I knew what I saw from Baylor, and I wasn't that impressed. And it showed. You know, I knew I should have gave North Carolina more credit. That Virginia Tech loss kind of cooled me on UNC. But I should have gave them more credit, and I should have put them further along in some of these brackets. If I was really thinking about it, of course it made sense that UNC could beat Baylor, especially when Baylor didn't have their big man. But see, I wasn't thinking. I was just having too much fun just filling out brackets. Man, whatever. Uh, This is going to be a fun rest of the tournament. Man, St. Peter's, oh, man, very nice. I love this story. Man, 15 seeds going to Sweet 16, back to back with it. Jesus. I'm sure there's things I forgot in this tournament, but I'm watching Gonzaga's holding on. It looks like they're going to hold on. I'm not sure. If they're going to beat Providence. What the heck are they doing? Bruh. Gonzaga just lined up in a football formation. What kind of clown stuff is that? It's time to move on to another topic. Man, NFL free agency. It's just too much, man. It's just a lot that went on. Just a lot going on in the offseason. This is one of the craziest offseasons I've ever seen. Um, let's see. So Amari Cooper is gone now. They traded him to the Browns. They let go of Jarvis Landry. And then this is just the Browns. They got Jacoby Brissett. They traded Case Keenum to the Bills. Because they need a new backup quarterback because Trubisky left. Then on top of that, Baker demanded a trade because... The Browns went hard after Deshaun Watson. And I don't think Baker would have requested the trade if I think the final straw was I'm trying to gather my thoughts here. The final straw was stuff leaking out from the front office that they want an adult at quarterback. That was the final straw. That had to be. I was like, he was like, no, you can't play for it's one thing if the fans don't believe the fans. The fans are split on Baker Mayfield, okay? And now he's for sure gone because the Browns got Deshaun Watson. And and you thought Baker was polarizing? Oh, Deshaun Watson is very polarizing because he got those 22 cases against him, 22 civil cases of potential sexual assault. Now, I, I don't know if he's guilty or not. He is guilty of no criminal charges, 
But that doesn't mean he didn't do it. I I can understand that. I can get that. I don't know what really happened. And to be fair, I don't think we'll ever know. It's just, it's up to your discretion. If you believe he did all those things and he's a predator, yeah, it's very weird that he got 22 massage therapists. I, I don't even know what to say. But we don't know what actually happened. Okay, so I'm just going to reserve judgment and I'm going to leave this alone when it comes to that. But women and and people who are suspicious about Deshaun Watson when it comes to this case. They have the right to like not like him. They have the right to just be against everything he stands for because he did. These horrible things, uh, allegedly. So some people just, the moral dilemma is too much, and they just can't root for the Browns when they got someone like Deshaun Watson who did all these horrible things to women, if allegedly. But on the flip side, you got people fired up because this is, on paper, the best quarterback they've ever had, the most talented quarterback they've ever had. They got a loaded roster, and... And, and there are Browns fans that believe that this guy will take them to the promised land. This guy will – Vegas got them winning the AFC North, which is – that's tricky because that, that division's off of grabs. All those teams can win it. They all have the talent, even the Steelers with Trubisky. This is going to be insane. Um, I'm interested to see how that goes. Remember, guys, Browns versus Texans this year. In Houston, that is going to be insane. I I don't know how the Houston fans are going to react. They're probably going to boo Deshaun Watson. They're probably going to boo the heck out of this guy. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. And I hope it's on September 29th on my birthday. Because if you don't know by now, I mention it like once a week. Um, I'm doing a Thursday night football road trip for my birthday. I don't know where Thursday night Football is going to be on that day. We'll find out in about a month or so. Probably about two months. But I'm going wherever Thursday night football is for my birthday, and I can't wait. Hopefully it's that game. Hopefully it's Commanders versus Colts or Commanders versus Eagles. I would love to see either one. But, man, Sean Watson. And they paid him. They're paying him $230 million. Bro, what? What is life right now? That's a lot of money. So he'd be one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. But, you know, you got to blame the QB market for that cuz it's just it keeps going up and up like like classic inflation. I mean, I'm about to look up Deshaun Watson's thing now. Uh Deshaun Watson. Man, what is this, man? All right, man. Deshaun Watson. What on earth, bruh? He is a freaking Cleveland Brown. Like, I didn't think it would happen. When they said the Browns were out of the running, I was laughing at the Browns like, ha, suckers. I was like, y'all went that hard for Watson and you struck out. Just for them to come back and offer him $46 million a year end up getting him out of the blue and snatching him away from the Panthers, the Saints, and the Falcons. 
We all thought he was going to the Falcons. Bruh, are you kidding me right now? His base salary for next year is $1 million. Signing bonus, $9 million. Cap hit, $10 million. So his money don't probably... They, they're still working out the details of the contract. But his money don't really kick in until next year. That's crazy, man. So they, I guess maybe the Browns can still sign some other people. What a pickup for them. Um, Who else was I about to mention? Who else was I about to mention? All right. Uh, Hassan Reddick is with the Eagles. He was part of that Panthers defense that was giving us that work until Jalen Hurts came in late in the midnight hour. He came through for us on God. Wow. That was a heck of a game. But we got Hassan Reddick. Got some well-needed linebacking help, pass rushing help. I love it. Shout out to the Eagles for landing him. You going to respect the bird. And that is the word. The Jaguars released Miles Jack. I don't know what that was about. But then they paid Christian Kirk an insane amount of money. Um, they got Brandon Sheriff. We all thought Brandon Sheriff was going to go to the Bengals. It was a it was a nice fit. The Bengals got like two other linemen. But um, but yeah, we thought we thought that's who he was going to get. That's who where he was going to go. And he ends up with the Jaguars. I mean, the Jaguars had like a million years worth of cap space. Should have known. Oh, man. The Jaguars got Evan Ingram. This is just like Madden. Because I picked up Evan Ingram and paired him with Dwayne Haskins. I'm, And, oh, my God, if you're listening to this, you're probably laughing if you really know about the Giants and Washington and you know about those two players. You're probably dying laughing right now. But, yes, even in a Madden league, I made Dwayne Haskins and Evan Ingram work. <laughs> I made them look like Rivers and Gates. But, yeah, he's with the Jaguars. Okay, they trying to do something over there. They picked up another receiver. I, I don't remember. But um, they had a lot of cap space. They had a lot of money to spend. Not surprised. The Chargers loaded. It's a wrap. The Chargers got Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. You talking about two of the best defenders in the league. You two, you talking about one of the top, a top five pass rusher and a top five corner all on the same team. And you still have Derwin James and Joey Bosa and Kenneth Mert and Chris Harris. Man, what? And on offense, you got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, um, Justin Herbert, um, Austin. Man, are you serious right now? And who knows who they're going to draft? Man, the Chargers for real. We, we hyping up the Broncos and still believe the Chiefs are the class of the division. The Chargers. But let's not stop there. I don't know how this happened. But, you know, 
Devontae Adams said he wasn't going to play on the franchise tag. Next thing you know, he's on the Raiders. How in the world did they pull that off? They got him. They got him. They got Chandler Jones, who was one of the best D tackles in the league. I was kind of sad about that because I wanted him to join Fletcher Cox. But he's not going to be there. Damn. Devon, you go from Zay Jones to Devontae Adams? Oh, Zay Jones is with the Jaguars, I believe. So, yeah, he is. That's the other receiver the Jaguars got. Okay. Bro, the Raiders, bro, that entire division is in a league of their own. It is, it's unreal. Who is going to win that division? It's safe to say the Chiefs, but they got a lot of competition. I think the Chargers are going to end up winning. They're just too complete. They're too complete of a team. That team, bro, they just changed the game, bro. They just, it's a wrap now. Now that they got Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson? Man, they set. They straight. And who knows who they going to drive? Man, get out of here, bro. Get up out of here, son. Man. Unbelievable. Washington football team, man. I already talked about how they got Commander Wentz. Who else did they get? Man, nobody of note. They're out of cap room. They uh they let go Ionitis. I guess. I mean, and they let Tim Settle walk. They have a lot of good D tackles. So I guess you had to let some of them go. It makes sense. I mean, you got Allen Payne and um yeah, you got Allen and Payne. That's most of what you need. So you can you can restock the backups. That's that's fine. But man, they they let Settle walk, and then they release Ionitis. I'm like, dang! They almost let McKissick walk, but then they got him back in the last minute. In probably one of the weirdest things I've heard in a while, they let him sign with Buffalo. It didn't think we. No one thought they would match, and then at the last minute, um, they matched, and now they got McKissick back. It's weird. I don't know what's going on over there. Well, it's the Washington football team. We Come on. It's the Washington Commodores. Come on. They're better off singing than, rather than playing football. I'm just saying. They still going to be toast. They spent all that time analyzing Carson Wentz's uh, press conference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Track. Still not really going nowhere, bro. So calm all that mess down. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, Baker Mayfield. Now that he's no longer Cleveland Brown, this is happening a year earlier than I thought. I didn't seriously think they were going to get to Sean Watson. And then they did. I knew the end was near. I was like, if if Baker Mayfield doesn't have an insane year and take this team past the second round, they're going to let him walk or they're going to trade him. And this is happening a year earlier because of the emergence of Deshaun Watson. So now that we know he's gone now, I would love to see him on the Colts or the Saints. 
that the Falcons not going to pick him up. I would love to see him on the Seahawks, but I don't think he has enough around him. I don't like that. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. He has the receivers, but I don't think they have the line. I don't think they have the running game. So I would rather him not go there. Um, what what are some other places that need a quarterback? Um, I don't think the Lions will take him. I would love for him to go to the Lions. I think I think Seattle, Indy, or New Orleans. You could do Atlanta if you truly believe if they truly believe he's an upgrade over Matt Ryan. They probably don't. He could go to the Giants. That would be awkward after what he said about Daniel Jones. That would be tough. It's probably going to be one of those three teams. It is what it is. Well, all right. It's just the Baker Mayfield disrespect is at an all-time high. You got people just openly disrespecting them on national TV. Everyone's doing it. It's the new style. Y'all are player haters. And you going to see that this guy, you going to see why he has a statue in Norman, Oklahoma. You are going to see why he went from walk-on to Heisman. Y'all ain't listening. Y'all ain't listening. You are going to see why. He took the Browns to the playoffs and to the second round. Keep sleeping on this guy. Keep thinking he's an average quarterback. Keep thinking he's Johnny Manziel. You're going to eat your words because he still has the potential to win a Super Bowl title and be in the Hall of Fame. Quit sleeping on him. Oh, okay. Okay, before I move on, Fletcher Cox got released by the Eagles. I was sad. But you got to realize he was getting paid because I noticed by Madden because I kept him, even though he cost a lot of money. I kept him on Madden. He cost about $20 million a year. He's very expensive. He had a down year last year. He's getting older. So he's like, you don't want to pay that price tag. But then I guess they agree. Okay, we're going to let you go. But we're only going to we're going to pay you less since you don't want to restructure. We're going to pay you less. So now he's get, getting now he's back with the Eagles, one year, fourteen million dollars. Cool, I'm happy again. I wish we would have got Chandler Jones. Oh hell, why don't we pair him with his eventual replacement? We're probably drafting his replacement in the draft. It's okay, man. I I, I guess you know you can't hold on to things forever. You know, good things come to an end. Yeah, I, I want him to stay as long as possible. I still think he's really good, and he just had a down year. He can bounce back just like Baker Mayfield's about to. But, man, I was sad for a little bit. They had me right there. They they really did. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. This is, this is what I meant to say. So Tom Brady faked us out, bro. He was fronting. I Listen. Even when he retired, there were some people saying that he's probably not going to stay retired, that he's going to come back. I was thinking if he come back, he probably gonna, it's probably going to be after a year or two. But I still didn't think he was going to. I thought he was genuinely done and retired. But I should have I known, man. 
It's just like the tournament brackets. If I really sat down and think thought about it, I would realize that Tom Brady is just way too competitive. He's way too passionate about the game. This retired life, it just doesn't feel the same. It's just not – it doesn't move him. It doesn't – it's just not a challenge. It doesn't – it doesn't drive him. It's going to have to one day because Father Tom is undefeated. But this man really put us through this whole song and dance just to unretire and come back. Now, a lot of people got this theory of he spent all his time with his wife and kids and realized, you know, this ain't for me. <laughs> you love him, but him being in the house all the time is just not what should be happening right now. It's just just not, you know, it just doesn't work. <laughs> That's a theory. I just think, you know, he's a competitor and him losing to the Rams the way that he did just really ate his at his soul. I'm a competitor too. And I just know how that feels. You know, he don't want to go out like that. It's killing him. And plus he loves the game so much he can't get away from it. I don't blame him, man. It's good to have him back. It was it was a little fun to speculate speculate who the Bucks would take as his replacement. They'll eventually have to get to that. But Brady is back. Um, not sure how many of the other people they're going to bring back. I don't know if Chris Chris Godwin's coming back to the bottom. I don't think so. But it's, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, it's good to have him back. Um, hopefully. Oh, and you know what that means? Bucks versus Chiefs is lit again. B- the Bucks versus the Chiefs because of the 17-game format are meeting in the regular season. We get Brady versus Mahomes at least one more time. And once again, I hope it's on my birthday. I really do. I hope it's on September 29th. That would be a great birthday gift. I would love, I've never been to Tampa. I heard it was beautiful. Would love to go for a game like that. Just saying. Okay. Um, Kyrie and Katie are insane. Uh, KD had 50 versus the Knicks, I believe. That was a close competitive game on Sunday night. That's It, it was everything you hoped it'd be in a inner city rivalry game. Um, and then Kyrie scored 60 against the Magic. He had 40 at halftime. I should have known this was happening, that he was capable of this, because he had, like, 22 at the half against the Wizards, and I was just astonished. I was like, how, bro? How? He shoots really well. He's like one of the best I've ever seen at creating his own shot. When you got ball handling skills like he does, you can create your own shot with ease. These guys are insane. You might as well say this is like a quick take thing. Let me get back to the, oh, the Wizards and the Caps. Okay. So, I'll start with the Caps. Bruh, this is, they're all Cap, bruh. There's no way. Like, I told you, I told you this is how it happened. I'm starting to fall into the trap. I told you 
Now we're in the part of the cycle where they started where they start playing well enough to get home ice. I'm telling you, here we are. I I I told you this is this is what they do. I you know what? I I love to see them win, so I guess I still get happy out of habit to see them win, to see them win any game. But I know I know how this ends. I know how this ends. And this this how it usually ends, and I'm just not really looking forward to the inevitable finish. Um, so these guys have won seven of eight, and their one loss was some BS goal by Connor McDavid after we missed two really close chances before that. This team damn near won eight straight. And we beat all our rivals. We beat Columbus, who are nipping at our heels in the standings. We beat Carolina twice. Not once, but twice. That's fire. You got to love it. Man, oh, man. They beat the Islanders. Man, I love this. They got revenge on Seattle. They beat Columbus 7-2. I thought when they got up, I don't know, it was like 2-0. I was like, oh, here we go again. They about to give up another lead. Nah, they put their foot in their on their necks. And they just, they got them up out of there. I love it. Uh, they got Dallas at home tomorrow. Oh, it's kind of cheap. Uh, I could go, but I'm not. Uh, let's just see. They're still fourth in the Metropolitan. You know, that's what happens when you lose a lot of games. But, you know, the way they're playing right now, they're going to mess around and they're going to have home ice. I mean, what are we talking about? Oh, they got the last wild card slot, and they have Columbus by 13 points. And they are only three points out of top three in the Metropolitan. I told you they're going to play just well enough to get home ice. And then they're going to choke. That's the last part of the cycle. Them choking. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to temper my expectation. But in the meantime, I love that Ovechkin is still doing his thing. I love that Ovechkin passed Yamir Yager. And now we coming for you, Gordie Howe. And then we got to come for the GOAT, Wayne Gretzky. You got to get this work, boy. So we coming for your neck. And you're done. Now the way Ovi is going, he's probably going to catch Gretzky in about a few years. And I cannot wait. It's just, you know, one for the ages. It's a chase for the ages. Kind of like LeBron in this scoring title. He just passed Karl Malone. I don't know if he ever passed Kareem. But it's ironic that LeBron... Past Carl Malone in DC. While I'm talking about um, Ovechkin, that's that's kind of ironic. But yeah, yeah, I love what Ovi is doing, but I'm pretty much afraid that this is the same old Caps, and I'm just fixing to be disappointed because the Caps be all cap. Now the Wizards beat the Lakers. Speaking of LeBron getting the record in DC. Guess who won that game? 
the lizards they won i love it um they were losing most of the game and then unlike the game in la where the lakers just took over um just took over and ran the wizards out the gym um this time they flipped the script and the wizards were the one that turned up on the lakers in the fourth quarter big shot by denny avia Big shots by Porzingis. He dunked on LeBron. Mm. Uh, Ish Smith was unstoppable getting into the lane and just creating havoc and um, throwing up lobs to Daniel Gafford. And you know what, man? That's what I'm talking about. We may not be going anywhere, but, you know, I, I love little games like this. Ooh, Wizards Rockets tomorrow. It's here. No, no, it's at Houston. Oh, thank God. Because I got Kevin Porter Jr. in my fantasy team. So, he, that's a must start. Because it seemed like anyone who plays the Wizards in fantasy gets a heck of a lot of points. So, I'm expecting the same from Kevin Porter Jr. Who destroyed the Wizards last time, by the way. So, yeah. Um, I love it. Oh, they played the Knicks too. Uh, let's see, let's see. But the Wizards, listen, man, they are so far behind the Hawks. I don't expect them to make the playoffs. But little games like that is amazing. See, they lost to the Knicks at the Garden. The Knicks are trash. But the Wizards lost them. Because, of course, they did. They just came off a West Coast road trip. Where they got smoked by everybody. I mean, what did you expect? But it's good we end the losing streak against the Lakers. Got revenge against the Lakers. And, you know, I'm about to teach you how to Dougie because I'm that happy. Um, Let's just see. Let's see what we got. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, baseball is back. Baseball is back and free agent hit with a vengeance. Nelson Cruz is a gnat? Well, that's going to be fun to watch because he hits a lot of homers. And um, and we got Juan Soto, too. Man, oh, man. That's going to be very fun to watch. They're going to be knocking. They're going to be hitting dingers all summer. It, I don't know if we're going to win many games, but, boy, that's going to be entertaining. We got Sean Doolittle back. Do do what it do, boy. We got do back. If you don't know who Sean Doolittle is, he is uh one of our relief pitchers. He was definitely key in our World Series run. It is good to have him back. I didn't think we'd ever get him back. And we do. We got him back. We got we got Doolittle back, and I'm happy. Hopefully, you know, he can help us out. Bullpen always need help. <laughs> um, but what really tripped me out is how the Phillies get Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castanellos. You got two of the best hitters in the league to combine with um, Bryce Harper. And I think they still got Reese Hoskins. Bruh, what? Who else they gonna get, bruh? 
This is not fair. It is not fair. And then on top of that, you know, the Mets, they already got the Grom and Scherzer. Now the Phillies got those guys. And I'm just like, man, why, bro? Why? I thought I thought Schwarber would come back to the Nats. <clears throat> now we got a pitch to him. Man, he had a heck of a two-week stretch with the Nats. I'll never forget it. I, I would have loved to have him back. But now he's going to the Rivals. Dang. Come on, man. Damn. Bro, Jerry and Grant. Oh, my God. They lost to the Cavaliers, but he had 40. Sadiq Bey had 40 against the Magic. I told you about Sadiq Bey. I like what I saw All-Star Weekend, and he was like that. I, I just I'm just I'm just talking about what I see on the timeline. Um But yeah, baseball is back with a with a vengeance. But this is what I'm really excited about. Freddie Freeman is not a brave anymore. I said Freddie Freeman is not a brave anymore. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, let me get some praise break music. This ain't even enough, man. This ain't even enough of a celebration. We're going to need that praise break music. But anyway, you could tell I'm happy about that. I'm very happy about that. I like the guy, but he terrorized the entire division. Even especially the Nats. Tired of this guy. Now he's with the Dodgers. I'm fine with him being with the Dodgers. And most of you ain't. I'd rather him on the Dodgers than the Braves. I love it. Braves traded for some guy in Oakland. I don't know how that's going to go. But I'm just glad that. I'm just glad that Freeman isn't a Brave anymore. And I love it. Now. I don't know that that does make the Dodgers stronger and they just might win again. Um man. They got Bellinger, Kershaw, they got Freeman, they got Trey Turner. They loaded. It's still better than him being with the Braves and that's why I'm celebrating. It finally happened. I can root for Freddie Freeman finally. For the first time in my life. I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. (laughs) Ah man. I love it bro. I love it. Got to mention that OU men's didn't make the tournament. I think I did mention it. But I didn't really talk about it. I was shocked. I was devastated. Actually I wasn't that shocked. Um, You can't get swept by TCU. In the beginning of the season when they weren't playing well. You have to get at least one of them games against Kansas. That's the only difference between that team and the Trey Young team. Is at least the Trey Young team beat Kansas. And didn't get swept by TCU. You have to get at least two of them games. That Kansas game came back to bite us. That's a game we had to have. But we didn't. We All we needed was one more shot and we would have had them. Unbelievable. They were the second team out. 
You can't get any closer than that. You can't get any closer than that. But the way Indiana played against St. Mary's, who St. Mary's got killed against UCLA. Um, the way Indiana played against St. Mary's, I'm like, OU isn't better than them. What? I thought they better than Michigan and Wyoming. Obviously not. Well, obviously not better than Michigan, but Wyoming? I mean, come on. The tournament had Dayton ahead of us. I, whatever. All I know is hopefully Sooners win the NIT. They came out the gate slow against Missouri State. But now they got St. Bonaventure tomorrow. St. Bonaventure won on the road somewhere. I don't remember. But they're a dangerous team. That's not going to be easy. But if we win that, that would be great. And then we'd be uh, one win away from New York. And then that's where the dilemma begins. Do I want to see this team in New York City? It's either I pay a lot of tolls and drive back in the middle of the night. Or I pay like a hundred sixty something dollar train ticket to go to New York. Or I could hop on the bus. But the problem with the bus is it's cramped and it takes longer. So, it's something I have to think about if the Sooners do make the NIT championship. But, you know, we got to be St. Bonaventure first. Uh, uh, let's see. Is there anything else here? Any, anything else before I get into some GOAT level stuff? I don't think so. But congrats to the Sooner women for holding off IUPI. Not sure if they can beat Notre Dame. I hope they do. And all that's going to get them is probably a date with NC State. I am kind of afraid of that because, well, not only are they good, but I, it would pit my girls against each other. I love my Sooners, but on NC State, they got my girl, Elisa Kunane, and they got um, Jakia Brown-Turner, who went to McNamara. So I would hate that matchup. Um, I would, but I would rather see that matchup than Kansas State versus whoever. But then again, no, I actually want to see Kansas State because we beat them at home. So I would love to go against Kansas State again and beat them two out of three after they embarrassed us at Kansas State. I would love to get that revenge, but I don't know if Kansas State can beat NC State because I don't know what they really have outside of our Ioka League. I'm just saying playboy. Now let's get to some GOAT level stuff. So I got, so no hypothetical. The, the hypothetical game of the episode I'm working on is a championship game between, um, let me back up. So I heard Carson Wentz is, I think, the 32nd or 33rd starting quarterback since 1991 when... They won the title when um, Washington Redskins at the time won the title. They were like 17 and two. They were one of the best teams ever. They've had 32 starting quarterbacks since then. I was thinking of putting a quarterback on every team and then making a tournament. And then whoever the championship is, that would be the hypothetical game of the episode. I will work on that. And I promise I'll have it by the time I'm in New York next week.
or a few days from now. Anyway, here's some goal level stuff. So, so I came up with a new principle. Uh, this was going to be a supplemental goat level brand principle, but now it's the main principle. Only compete with yourself. It's like Cardi B said. It's like Cardi B said in the uh, song Best Life. I'm my own competition. I'm competing with myself. I forgot the setup line, but she said that. I'm my own competition. I'm competing with myself. Uh, someone mentioned on ESPN that, you know, Jordan accomplished so much, broke so many records that he was just competing with himself at some point. Same thing with Steph Curry as a three-point shooter. He's so far ahead of every three-point shooter ever. He just, now the only thing to do is just keep being better than he was before. If you keep doing that, you don't have to worry about the competition because you're at that level of greatness that you're just going to be in a different stratosphere that people will never catch your records or whatever because they just not, you know, on that level. Like you just got to focus on making yourself better and being the best you can be. You know, same thing with Chick-fil-A, man. They keep doing what they doing. And them lines still long. Like, when you're on the GOAT level, you're just competing with yourself. And that and that was repeated at the referee clinic. I was at a session called Moving Up Takes Care of Itself. And their main message was, you'll move up if you're the best you can be wherever you are. Whether that's high school, whether that's Division three, you'll keep moving up. If you keep being the best that you can be. Whatever that is, wherever you apply that to, just try that. I need to try that. If I can try that, if I can do that and apply that to my life and the different things I do, there's no telling. There's no telling what I can do. It's a wrap. There's no telling what you can do. What? There is no competition. The competition with yourself. And also, you know, it works in another way because I'm my own worst enemy and I'm just, you know, blocking my blessings by just, you know, not being organized, not, you know, not procrastinating or procrastinating. You know, you, you know what I mean. Just just doing self-sabotaging things. You know, just got to be the best you can be and the rest will take care of itself. Now, some supplemental principles I have is you got to make it look easy. Speaking of the 91 Redskins, um, I think I said this on the episode that I mentioned the 91 Redskins. A bunch of them said in those interviews, a bunch of them said, that their practices were harder than the game, and that made the game easier. See what I mean? Yeah, see, you got to make it look easier than it actually is. Like Steph Curry with his threes. You know, he probably puts in hours and hours of practice just to make it look easy. Same thing with Michael Jackson. He probably put in hours and hours of practice 
and his performances are spectacular. He makes it look easy. Yeah, go. You got to be so good that you know it looks magical. It looks like it looks like anyone can do it, but you don't know what work goes into it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even if you know, even if you are still struggling, you smile. You have a positive attitude. You still make it seem you make it seem like life is okay. And and that's what I did today in this referee clinic out on the field. I did everything wrong. The the hot Big Ten official said I did everything wrong. But I still smiled and I was upbeat and I was motivated to turn the corner and become a better official despite her saying nothing good about my performance. Despite embarrassing myself in front of, you know, the evaluator that I really liked. So I still kept, I still kept the, um, I still kept the level head. I still was positive and upbeat and I was still had a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? I just, in that situation, I just made life look easy. Like this ain't that serious and I'll come back stronger. You got to make it look easy because the greats, the goats, the ones on the goat level, it looks easy. It's not easy, but they make, but it looks like it. Um, Make others around you better. She had a conversation with a friend I made on Twitter. He was talking about LeBron James and how his circle came up based off his accomplishment. That all these people grew because they were associated with him. Most of them wasn't with him shooting in the gym. But because they were associated with him, they're all, they're all, you know, prospering and thriving. And when you're great, you know, you can make everyone else around you great. If that isn't motivation to get on brand. I don't know what it and you know, you know, uh, seeing your circle do well and thrive puts a smile on your face and it positively affects you. You got to love it. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, uh, I got to use LeBron again. You know, he, he hops from team to team, but every team he's been on thus far has won a title at some point, and it starts with him being so great. And, you know, you got players wanting to play with him. You got best coaches wanting to coach him. And it's just his leadership and his greatness, you know, it elevates everyone else around him. And that's what you can do being as great as you are, being on the GOAT level. All right, man. You know, I gotta put this all on a blog or something. You, you already know. Oh man, <laughs> Van Pugh, man. You already know. It's the end of the episode. But you already know. I'm not even going to psych. I lied. Goatlevelteas.com for everything goat level. So you already know that I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.